Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Personal development books are all the rage. People want to improve. They want to get better and you want to help them. But how do you stand out from everyone else? Because there's so many books out there. How can you get started? Well, today you're going to learn how you can write your own personal developmental book. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, ghostwriter, and developmental editor, and I can help you no matter where you are in the writing process. Now, let's get started. Our guest today is Kim Ely from KWE Publishing, and she helps experts write their self-developmental books. Kim, how can people get the confidence to write their books? You know what I like to talk about a lot is having the confidence to put your voice and your message out there. Because often when I work with clients, I'm not just coaching them with their writing. I'm also doing a bit of confidence coaching because sometimes thought leaders will look and they're like, there's so many books in this space. You know, what, what do I have to contribute? And so frequently I'm like, you know what, you may be that one voice. You may be the one voice that reaches the reader who, you know, the, uh, all the other books didn't resonate with them. Thanks for being with us today, Kim. Tell us, how can people develop the confidence to write a self-development book? Absolutely. I think it's so important because many thought leaders, um, coaches, consultants, and speakers are called to write a book. But I think sometimes we get the compare and despair uh, feeling. We walk into a bookstore or we look online at books and we're like, holy moly, so many books have been written about this topic. What can I bring to the table? And the thing is, even though there are many voices, there are many books out there, I, I find so often readers are looking for a new voice. If they've read the other authors, if they've read other books, and they haven't resonated with them, that they walk away feeling unsatisfied. I'm always talking with clients and saying, you know, what is it about your message that you're using to connect with your ideal reader? And frequently they're coming at their message or their approach in a unique way. And I'm always like, who are you to keep that from your reader? You know, yours may be the voice that resonates with that reader and provides the answer they really need. Fantastic. And everyone has different experiences. And I find that when I read some of these books, it seems like there are 10 principles that are universal. They all, all these books have the same things, you know, eat right, exercise, mind balance, take deep breaths, meditate, uh, you know, on and on. It, it, what makes the book different is your story. Kim, how can people feel confident in telling their story without sounding either needy or egotistical? Oh, absolutely. That is such a great question, Dan. And I think the way to approach it is put yourself in the footsteps of your reader. Think about what they're really needing to hear and what you can provide to them that is going to really resonate with them. I always love when people talk about being a servant leader, meaning you're leading with your heart. 
And I think you can also be a, a, a writer who writes with their heart, who thinks about, oh my gosh, if I was talking to that one person out there who needs to come off the ledge and, you know, what, what would they need to hear? How can I break it down for them and, and make it all about them? I think once you take your own, gosh, because we all have our own ego and our fears or anxieties about writing, once you take yourself out of your own space and put yourself in the reader's head, I, I think you're, you're, you're on the way to, to creating a message that's really going to resonate. Fantastic. So it's all about looking at your customer avatar, your reader avatar, and saying, who is the one person you're trying to reach and help and help them? Kim, is there a template or a format that you can suggest for writing a book so people can get organized and telling this kind of story? Oh, absolutely. Um, one thing I always recommend to uh, uh, my clients is something that I call a strategic plan. And um, it sounds more complicated than it really is. It really boils down to three elements, uh, three questions. One is, what is your intention? Meaning, what does this book allow you to express and what does it allow you to share? The second one is, what is your message? That is, how is it going to impact your readers? How is it going to um, cause them to either take action or feel differently or think differently. And then the third is who is your ideal reader and getting as specific as possible. Um, I think a lot of people go, well, I want my book to appeal to everyone. Yes, of course. But when you really niche down and you think about, you know, say you're a speaker and you want to speak to people who want to develop a, you know, a, a, a speaking business, um, you know, talk, think about the, the elements that would be most helpful to them in building that kind of business. Get really specific about who you're talking to. I even like to think of like one or two actual real life people who might be ideal readers and write to them. <laughs> Great points. And how would you structure the individual chapters? You know, I look at someone like Gwendolyn Doyle and seeing her memoirs, and they are, uh, I don't know who could write like she can write. Uh, she's a very, very high standard. Um, so for, yeah, so for the, I mean, that's more memoir. It's also self-development. But if we talk about like the 10 tips kinds of books that to improve your life, what kind of structure and outline can we have for those chapters so people can tell their stories and get it out of their bodies? Oh, absolutely. And really, it has a, a story arc where you start with your problem, what you faced. I often talk about personal development books, and I'll say, you know, you, you write about how I was in hell, and I found my way out of hell, and I can explain to you how to get out of that as well. So it really starts um, similar to, to stories where there's a problem, there's something that was faced, there was a challenge that you had to, the dragon you had to slay. Um, and then the practical tips. I think that's the thing about personal development that I really like. It's not just, um, not, not to say anything that, bad about memoirs, but it's not just sharing your experiences, but it's also laying out very practical tips. Um, one author who I, I love her style is um, Jen Sincero, who does the um, You Are a Badass series. Mm -hmm. And I really love how she just bears her soul. She'll get really vulnerable, tell a story. And then she's like, here's how I learned from this. Now, what, how can you apply this to your own life? She always has great questions. And I think that's a great way to, uh, to um, you know, create a story arc, add additional personal stories, and then talk about tips on what you can do to, you know, Im implement this. 
Great ideas. I love that. Whenever I coach my clients as well, we always have coaching questions at the end of the chapter. So people can say, how can I make this material my own? And it's yes. great because that way, gee, it worked for them, but how can I integrate this into my life? If you ask the right questions, then people can say, okay, this is how I can work with it. So it's a great idea. You know, I'm wondering, excuse me a second. <clears throat> I'll edit this out. Um, I lost my train of thought for a second. I'll be right back there. Okay. I'm glad you brought up the badass brand because that's one way to stand out from all the other books in the genre. How can people think of their own brand? And I'll tell you a quick story. Years yeah. ago, I have a big background in publicity and all that. Most people know that. And uh, about 15 years ago, a woman came up to me and you know, wanted to my PR services. I said, what's the name of your book? And she told me the name of her book and it had a curse word in it. And I said, you can't do that. There's no women's magazine in the world that's going to print the title of that book. And here it is 15 years later. And we have the F word and the S word and this word and that word and everything going around. So I think that the shock value of curse words has, has gone. So what can people do? How can people bring an idea to create their own brand? Uh, by telling their developmental stories. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm going to circle back to, um, you had mentioned um, Glennon Doyle, even though hers is, is, is more in the, the, the memoir than personal development. And also somebody like Jen Sincero, which I think it's not just that she uses the, the, the badass word, although that does catch your attention initially, but it's her fresh approach. I think it's being very, I think what what readers respond to is authenticity. They don't want somebody who's pontificating, you know, I have all the answers and here's what it is. I think they really respond when writers get vulnerable and they're like, you know what? There've been times when I sucked at doing such and such, and I'm just going to, you know, lay it bare for you. People resonate with that. They, they resonate with that on, on social media and also in, in books as well. They want somebody who's real, um, somebody once described to me, and I love this, would you rather go to sea with a sailor who's got a brand new shiny uniform and has never, ever been out on the ocean before? Or do you want to go with the rough and tumble sailor who's navigated all around the world, seen it all, hit all the storms and the situations? Duh, you want the person who's been through it. So I think that's what really resonates with people is I don't want the shiny, perfect person telling me what to do. I want the person who's like, I've been there. I figured it out. Let me share. <laughs> Fantastic. Love that. Let me share a story with you about how I helped one of my clients develop her brand. Uh, yeah. she, she'd written a great story. It was buried in the middle of chapter three, unfortunately. And sometimes you need to work with a developmental editor because they can see what you don't see. So here's the story. Uh, Amber Trueblood, mm-hmm. that's her real name, uh, was writing a book for mothers between the ages of 35 and 50 who have children who no longer need them. You say, how can mm-hmm. you mothers well when they're six years old it's mommy come here mommy help me mommy i need you when they're 16 years old it's mom give me some space mom don't crowd me don't let the door hit you on the way out and she had great stories but in the middle of chapter three she had a subhead in a story that read like this excuse me for being gross and the story was i have this earthworm emerging from my belly it's about a quarter inch wide and three inches long it's my stretch mark it shows that I gained 180 pounds bearing four children and lost all but 20 of those pounds. But I wear it as a badge of honor because I brought four great kids into the world who are going to make a difference. 
I there thought, we go. Everyone is going to resonate with this because they're in the same position and you're human, like you said, Kim, because she'll never lose those 20 pounds. We'll never lose those 20 pounds either. So right. she's not this shiny armor, she's a real person. So I thought, you know, this should be your signature story. This should be in the front of the book. And then I thought for a second, you know, this is a book about stretching beyond your boundaries, painting outside your box, you know, coloring outside the lines. And I thought, what better metaphor for a book that, that, like that than stretch marks? And that became, that became the title of her book. That became her brand. Now she does developmental weekends uh, for women. She's not a speaker. She does you know, retreats and such. And that's her brand. And she had it all there, but she needed an editor to see it and make it come alive and point it out and polish it up. So that there's a lot of great things you can do by telling your own story and working with editors. Kim, thank you so much for being with us today. And if you'd like to write your book in a flash, we have more than 100 videos on our website to help you write, publish, and market your books. Check them out. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.